Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Not only do we steal each other's look, but Sutton stole my goddamn house. (laughs) Or should I really say, this is Dubrow's world. It's Heather Dubrow's world. (laughs) It's her world. In the grand tradition of us talking about other people's podcasts, we will probably be talking a lot about her podcast today. You guys. (laughs) Where were you when you got the news? I'll never forget where I was. I was, we were were just wrapping up New York and... We were just watching, wrapping up New York because, as mentioned in the Come Through Queen pre-show this week, it's Olympic trial season here in the Cursed Household. Mm-hmm. So we're saving the Bravo shows for after the trials since the trials okay. are live. Yeah. That's why I'm like, that's why I hate when y'all do that. Because if you're not watching live, <laughs> then I have no one to text. And it's just like, okay, I'm sitting here alone watching this show. It's so annoying. I was wondering about that. Why don't you go... A live tweet from the Come Through Queen account. Get us some buzz. Get us some followers. Watermark no, some pictures. <laughs> no. I like to have private thoughts sometimes. Okay. So we were just wrapping up Roni. And then, like, I see a tweet or, like, an article. And I click through. And it's Debro joining. Dodd leaving. And I look at the timestamp. And it says, like seven forty nine or something. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no one is talking about this? I sent you the article, and then you were like, what the fuck? Nobody's talking about this, and you explained that story to me. Yeah, because, like, it was PT, but I feel like articles online usually are not PT timestamped, right? I think Variety, for whatever reason, I think because mm. it's a Hollywood publication, oh. is PT. Okay. You, okay. you I, I want to teach you something, Dan. People on 
the West Coast, they speak in terms of PT while we speak in ET. But like, not everyone's living in our world. We're actually living <laughs> in Heather DeBro's world and in her time zone. But that's like, no offense to outside of the United States, like trying to to convince us to use like centimeters. Okay, no, that's not the same. But I, no, go it's like off. it's like PT is like the centimeters. It's the metric system of time zones. Like it's not. Oh, it's not damn, gonna happen. You, you always say explosive stuff about California, <laughs> I and I want to walk you back from that edge. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. No, I have to respect what the land that is within Dubrow's world. I know because we are living it's, in it. Heather Dubrow is returning to season sixteen of the Real Housewives of Orange County. Has there has there ever been so much fanfare? <laughs> I was sh- I was shaking. I was literally shaking. I could not believe this was happening. Also, to unveil news like that that late at night is not what usually happens. So I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like they were over there in PT like er- early evening. <laughs> yeah, but even still, it's just like I feel. <laughs> Like, we're home again. Uh, Yeah? Okay. It's just like, we were in such a wasteland on OC for the past few years. And, like, honestly, let's not overhype, because who knows if, like, like what will happen with the season. But it's just like, things are looking up in my brain. She has been gone for four full seasons. Okay. And she it was, almost feels like longer. And she was on for five seasons. Okay. So she's doing, she's pulling a Bethany in a way. Bethany left for four seasons. She four, left. Yeah, you're four right. Or five. Yeah. Yeah. Four, four five, five six. six. No, but she came back oh, for three seven. seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three seasons. Never mind. Oh my God. I thought I was so smart. Yeah. But I can't count. Wow. <laughs> Not the mathematician over here. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. I was with someone this weekend and I was like trying to calculate a tip. Oh. <laughs> they were like laughing at me. <laughs> Brendan, you move the decimal point over one spot and then double it. <laughs> I know. Is this something everyone knew? <laughs> you want to hear my system? My system is like, I know you give like, for 20%, you give two bucks for $10. So then I just, you I just sit there. I just sit there. <laughs> Emerson had, you could test out of math. And so I have not ever, and I, How? I it must've been like a low bar. Did you have someone <laughs> like sitting in for you? <laughs> <laughs> the bar was on the floor. So I haven't taken math since senior year of uh, high school. I've made it this far. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's discuss this. So the official announcement, let's do talk about the official announcement first. Okay. Debro is back. Dodd is out. Good. Bronwyn is out. Mm. Vargas Vodka is out. <laughs> <laughs> now, before I, I do want to touch on those three, but let's start with Vargas Vodka. Because she posted like on our instagram story like a message to the fans using her uh cast photo where she's wearing a white dress mm-hmm. and wrote over that cast photo with white text a beautiful mind <laughs> a beautiful beautiful mind almost as beautiful as my mind doing tips yes yes uh so i feel like obviously no one is really talking about vargas 
right i mean on radio andy it came up obviously the vargas thing and he was he just was like chalked up to like it's hard to join when it was such a rocky season during covid okay i did not listen to radio andy what what what's the t on radio andy it sounds like he's talking about them specifically so that's yeah and then he talked about bronwyn specifically and basically about bronwyn he said at the reunion i was sitting there and i was like she and her family are going through way too much right now and it's like he almost said it was like almost like irresponsible to like continue to have them on television yeah okay 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 it's interesting that like (laughs) is it not irresponsible to have like (laughs) erica jane on television (laughs) i know i mean it's like he also talked about that whole thing which we'll get to when we do the yeah um housewife and the hustler okay but then like with kelly it was like a lot about how they had never had somebody on any of the shows whose social media presence led to the most fan backlash for that person. Mm -mm -mm. It's usually something they do on the show that the fans have backlash to. Right. Yeah. Um, So they were like, he was like, it's a pretty unique situation for us to have somebody whose presence online is leading to like all this uproar. Okay. And I feel like they did not know how to, deal with that but like deal with it by firing her (laughs) right right um okay but what i want to say is like no one's really talking about bronwyn leaving (laughs) i know i mean they are on like a reddit and stuff like that but it's not like it's not like on our twitter feeds i mean it's it's they they did good in terms of like the headline is debro is coming back exactly put give us the positive news and and then giving up and then like Sorry to the Dodd stands. Sorry to the Brownwind stands, but like they're they're gone. And like the single Vargas fan, <laughs> I did see somebody. I looked through her comments a little bit. And I did see somebody who was like, "Oh my god, you are my favorite! I can't believe they're getting rid of you." Well, I guess everyone has at least one stand. Well, I think with a lot of people, I think they're there are pick me people mm. who are like, "I'm going to go to like." the least liked person mm. and be their stand so that they'll pay they'll more likely to pay attention to me that's kind of like how when we we trick like a housewife that doesn't have like a big social media presence into like following us back following on twitter us. yeah because like if you get in there if you get in there like right when they're announced and they have like like we don't have a ton of followers we're we have a couple thousand yeah but it's like we can trick them into thinking that we're big because they get the notification because we have enough followers to like mm. make the notification happen. Ooh, did not even know that. Look at that social media mind of yours. Wow, beautiful mind. Um, okay, so Dodd leaving, great. Like we want this, we needed it. And like a big I don't think people are talking about this so much, but it's like Dodd had Heather would never have come back if Dodd was not leaving. Right, exactly. There was no way. Yeah. And as we're talking about this, we have to talk about the way this rollout happened and how involved Heather must have been in the rollout of this announcement to, one, get Andy on her own podcast the morning after it was announced, which is a huge deal, being able to, like, tease it ahead of time, um... What else did she do? Getting all her ducks in a row to then do a follow-up podcast where it's her husband and her kids reacting to 
the news. And, so this was planned. And she had a photo shoot ready. She had a photo shoot ready, which at very first I was like, <laughs> are these leftover photos yes. from when she was on? Because it is a similar motif to mm-hmm. a photo shoot they did back then. Yeah. But she looks like she does now. So I'm. this is a new photo shoot. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's almost like Bravo is ready to throw a parade. Maybe they should, you know how, um, New York City's throwing a ticker tape parade for like, for like reopening? The heroes, what if, yeah. What if Bravo throws one for Heather DeBrow? Heather DeBrow is like the hero of Bravo at this point. Right. Wow. Okay. The Andy podcast. Okay. First of all, Brendan has talked about Heather DeBrow's world so much and I never, I celebrated your love of it, but I never mm-hmm. felt compelled to join the world. But you did this week. I sure did. <laughs> Two episodes in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, the Andy episode, I gotta say, like, you can tell when Andy likes a housewife a lot. Right. And he likes Heather. Yeah, for sure. He likes her, respects her. I think it's because Heather has, like, that hustler thing that, like, Bethany has. Mm. Where it's like Heather took the opportunity of being on the TV show to like build this empire in a way Stop. with no, but no, for real to build this empire in a way with Terry, like mm. between the podcast, which on Andy Cohen's radio show, he actually was like, John Hill was like, oh, well, like every housewife has a podcast now. Yeah. And Andy was like, yeah, that's true. But like Heather's podcast is actually like really successful, I think. Mm. So he respects her there. I mean, what Terry's done with his TV stuff, what they've done together with like whatever they do and sell all their shit. Yeah. I think he respects. Yeah. Um, the chat with Andy is actually really good. I think from start mm-hmm. to finish. Um, the one with like the one with Terry, like she starts to get into like the minutia of the marble on the floor and I had to like skip past it. Oh bit. no, I need, that's, the, that is why I listen to this podcast. Do you not get it? <laughs> but like we were talking about Conor McGregor for like 10 minutes and it was like too much after a while. And I was eating it up. I was like, Conor McGregor is living in their old house that we saw filmed on the show when they first joined and their son, Nikki figured it out via Connor's Instagram somehow. And then they reached out to a mutual friend who then one day called Terry to come over, I think to help Connor with like some sort of like medical thing. Getting an IV like, like he did, like he did for Brooks. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's just too, 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 too good. That podcast. Yeah. Okay. I do want to point out one tidbit that she revealed in the Andy portion, which is that. I mean, I'm surprised like how like open we're talking about this. That production called her in December. I know. Because December, we were not even at the reunion at this point. I know. They saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. They were like, God, we got to do something real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really interesting to me. It's also, it feels a little weird in terms of like, are cameras even up? I don't think so. The way they talked about it on the Terry episode, she was like, right now is our time to like rest after the announcement. And like, now we can like, it's our waiting period and we'll go into it. But, but what's going to feel weird to me is like when we watch the first episode, we know it's on the heels of this big parade. Good. <laughs> good. Okay. Good, 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 good. Um, 
This is how they this is how they're doing Housewives now, you know? Yeah. It's like they're doing these big announcements before they even film. It happened with Garcelle. Um Garcelle was actually interesting. She was on a podcast that I was listening to recently, and she was talking about how she also got a parade, and it was like the biggest parade she's gotten in her career <laughs> okay. for joining Housewives. Okay, okay, yeah. Um the kids on the podcast, it was hard to follow because we got four kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we're not super familiar with them, so like who's talking, who's chatting? Well, I think Heather's intention was to interview them separately, mm. but then like Kat, that little trickster that she is, <laughs> jumped into the Zoom before she was supposed to. And it was funny that they're all zooming from their different rooms in the house, despite the fact that Heather has a studio. I know, but it doesn't sound like it's set up, and they dragged her a little bit for that yeah, too. Yeah. The, I will say the family is like self-aware mm. and I wonder how it will come across on the show. Yeah. They're like very self-aware. Sure. Though I was, they even got into like, are you scared of like anything happening? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting. And I just like, I was a little worried for them maybe being a little too naive. Mm. Because they were like, I can't wait to see like the feedback, and I like, and I'm like, these Bravo people, <laughs> especially like those Bravo accounts, like, I don't know, I don't know if you want to see the feedback, Nikki. Yeah, I think Nikki could handle it. Yeah, he he seems a little like too cool for school. Well, he was like off doing something else. Yeah, he was like gaming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like. Are Nikki and Max even going to be around? Like, are they going off to college? Are they applying to college now, or are they going off they're to college? Apl- they're entering their senior year, oh. so we'll see them applying for colleges okay. and, like, all of that kind of stuff. Okay, at least we got them for a year. Yeah. And then, like, by the time they go to college, they'll be, like, famous. Yeah, which, like, we heard might not be a good thing, because, like, that affected Noel Robinson's experience. Well, as long as they don't bring the cameras to moving in. Because wasn't that Noel's thing? It yeah. was, like... I didn't get to have a normal move in because we had the Bravo camera crew with me. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess the last thing is with Kelly Dodd, she was Instagram storing it with Shannon Bador and John Jansen. Shannon Bador looked like, looked like she had seen a ghost. Like someone, Shannon Bador looked like someone died. Yeah, they came over to bring, like, Kelly and Rick, like, a bottle. Yeah. Like, a partying gift. I guess they were probably just having drinks. Um, And she looked like, she honestly looked like someone died. And it's, the thing is with Shannon, it's like, she's never able to, like, keep a consistent friend on these shows. No, no. Like, her number one is really Archie. I know. That's a good number one Ah, to have. Okay. Um, But it's so weird, like... From where we were with Shannon and Dodd to, like, why are you tying yourself to the sinking ship? I honestly have no idea. I don't know what Shannon's thinking. And it'll be so interesting. So I looked, and Shannon follows Heather. Mm. But Heather doesn't follow Shannon. And I think they had a falling out of sorts. Or it's like, I think with Shannon, she just like, when people aren't on the show anymore, she might like not talk to them anymore. Mm -hmm. So that'll be interesting to see. Because they have a history, but by the time Heather left, they were still tight. Oh, really? I thought they did not like each other when when she left. I'm pretty sure 
that last season, it was like Heather, Tamra, and Shannon were tight. Okay. Because I remember listening to a podcast that they did, that they did years ago on Heather DeBros World. Mm-hmm. I've been listening for years. Um, and it was like the three of them together talking about Vicky or something. Okay. This was years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back, that was like Kelly Dodd's first season, and Kelly and Vicky were in cahoots back then. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I oh, that was the Ireland trip where in the bus on the way to the airport, that's when Heather told Kelly she was having a psychotic break, <laughs> and that's when Tamara screamed in Vicky's face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Speaking of Tamara. Yeah. Do we think? Yeah. Is there a possibility that she's friend of? Is there like, can she possibly come back and like introduce like, for example, Heather and Gina because she's close to the both of them? Okay. So here is my thought process. In my brain, for some reason, I thought like Heather and Shannon were not on good terms. And like, I feel like Shannon's mopey face lends some credence to it. Oh, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly so it would feel very strange for shannon to be bringing heather in mm-hmm. and if shannon's not bringing heather in like who's bringing heather in right right um then number two e-news reporting that noella bronwyn's best friend is filming as well mm-hmm. and if bronwyn's on the show who the fuck are we, is bringing noella because we met her as bronwyn's best friend i know so Bronwyn has been hanging out with Tamra, so you would think Noella is at least in Tamra's orbit at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, is Tamra the like the missing link to to bring Heather and Noella into the fold? I wonder. And then, like, can a friend of be the glue and the connector? I mean, they can because it's just human beings connecting. I know, but like, but remember how like Tamara did not want to like be friend of, be friend of, like have the six episode moment or like all all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like she sees what happened. Would she like negotiate a hard bargain and like be like, "Are you kidding me? Like, if you want me to save the show, like pay me and give me an orange." maybe or maybe she just needs to be paid because maybe cut fitness Mm. might not be like doing as well as Mm. we thought Mm -hmm. allegedly yeah i mean um i have never cared about oc on the off season and like here we are talking about it for 20 minutes i cannot wait until cameras are up and we see what's going on we need to get the oc register out there on the streets like they used to be yeah we i don't think we really said this but shannon is coming back along with gina and emily that's confirmed right Right. It's so interesting. I need to I need to do a little more social media searching. I need to see if like Gina's following Heather. I need to mm. see if Emily's I don't follow either of them. Yeah. So okay. I'm so excited. Oh my god. Wow. What a week. And if that was not enough, we had the housewife and the hustler on Hulu this week. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um Wow. Wow. I, 
so reading about what Tom and Erica allegedly did, yeah. mostly Tom, it doesn't sink in the way that like hearing from the actual victims telling their personal yes. stories does. That's why, I mean, like, that's why words and images matter. Mm. That's why storytelling matters, yeah. people. Yeah. It's like hearing from them so fucking heartbreaking. I went into this thinking this was going to be like a 40 minute zippity doodah, like we're in, we're out. Mm-hmm. Like going into it, I already had spoiled for me. Like we got Danielle Saab opening it up, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I did not expect an hour and eight minutes of shocking moments. I know. It's just so, 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 so shocking. And the fact, like, if the Fox Force 5 can still stand by her at this point, even even if it's like, I, I, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around them still standing by her. So, yeah, let's talk about that before the content of the, the program. It's like, okay, there there is and could be an argument that she truly knows nothing, right? Yes. But, but, I also... but even still, like, if if that chance exists, given the big picture of everything, I'd be like, let me back off and, like, let me see that, how this plays out. Agreed. I wouldn't be, like, wrapping my fingers up and, like, doing pictures and Agreed. all that it's jazz. Like, you will go down with the ship. It's like... Like, you know how when the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff came out and everyone was pulling pictures of every celebrity, mm. like, buddying up with her at different parties yeah. around New York City? To me, it's like that. It's like that. Mm. Even while, like, the litigation is happening, like, I don't want a picture of me with that person happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, it, it makes no sense to me. But to me, the way... Erica represented herself on this show for so many years was like, I'm so smart. I know everything. Mm. Like, I feel like someone's going to have a hard time arguing that Erica didn't know anything. Yeah. Especially when we're talking about like $20 million loans to Erica's like company company. (laughs) And like, she's like the treasurer on like a lot of his random companies. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look great. Um, we do open it with Danielle Staub, which was a choice. Yeah, the thing about, like, I liked it for the sake of, like, being a Housewives fan and, like, the comedy of it. Mm. But once I got to the, like, serious parts of the documentary, I was like, the inclusion of Danielle Staub especially yes. really, really, um, I think, diminished some of the power this documentary had. I think Dana Wilkie, people had a problem with her in it. I think Dana Wilkie did an okay job because she was like kind of just like narrating certain parts of Erica's yeah. life in a way. I mean, like Danielle was just saying psychotic things. Yeah. Like, I don't think Danielle, I don't think Dana was saying like anything crazy. She was just kind of like pushing the story along. Yeah. And even, even if we wanted to take Dana out of it, I felt like Dana's role could have gone to like Heather McDonald, who was doing a good job of like pushing the story along in that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, and would have like made it a little more like, cause it's like those two house, those two former, like not even housewives. And then like, you have Sonny Hostin, who's like a serious, oh like my God. legal mind. And she was in it so much. That was, that was great. Actually. I should have expected it, mm. but I, 
when I saw her, I was like, oh my God, my friend Sonny's here. Are you kidding me? (laughs) And then that led me down the rabbit hole in my mind of like, Megan McCain Mm. is friends with Erica Jane. Mm. Megan McCain is Sonny's colleague and friend. Mm. What's that conversation? Yeah, what's the tea? Like, Sonny obviously probably told Megan that she was going to be on the show. Did Sonny go to Megan and ask, like, you're a housewives watcher. Like, what should I know? Mm. Or was it like, we don't want to talk about this because it's awkward because like I can scroll through Megan McCain's Instagram and she's like proudly posing with Erica Jane a couple times, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, Erica came and performed for Megan's birthday. Andy's birthday. No, Luann came and performed for Andy's birthday. I don't know if, Erica Jane has been on The View. Erica Jane has been on The View, I'm pretty sure. Really? Me, a scholar, doesn't know? Are you a scholar? Yeah, I'm not sh- I, I mean, listen, I could be wrong, but like, it feels right to me. It feels right, but I think they've been together on Watch Happens Live at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, she was on the view wow look at me i am a proud viewer (laughs) i wonder what year this was i i'm sorry i'm sorry everyone i failed yeah i failed you all um okay so you know we started with erica jane erica was on the view more than once oh my god i'm a flop wow then we get to like truly the meat and potatoes is tom Girardi. Yes. I mean, that evil little man. And it's like, this is this little scam has been going on for a while. I know. The voicemails, he left these, like... The thing is, he did something so evil that these people didn't know any better. Because it's people who got into, like, a really bad circumstance randomly. They didn't have the means to, like, figure it, like, figure it out. They didn't know that, like, when a lawyer's saying oh, well, we're going to pay you, but like we have to do such and such or whatever before we do. They didn't know that that wasn't right. Yeah. Also, you know, I am not in the like personal injury tour law cinematic universe so much. Mm -hmm. But like for people to have such easy access to like the guy whose name is on the like the building. Mm hmm feels a little off to me and like you're not going to be talking directly to selena or barnes are you yeah i don't think so well like one of them rip but (gasps) didn't that happen during covid yeah in like a plane crash isn't that crazy jeez yeah um but yeah speaking of plane crash wow oh my god like so here's i i'm guessing this is the gig because, like, based off of what happened with Joe, the burn victim, mm-hmm. it's like he wants to, like, hold on to this money or, like, this or that with it so that he can make that money grow for him. He can invest it. Yes. And, like, give, yeah, give, like, give these people a few. He's saying that he can give these people like a future with like this investment and it'll grow and grow and grow. And it'll be so great for them. Yeah. But it's really like growing, growing, growing for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, like these, these types of lawyers make a shit ton of money to begin with. Like 
to be that greedy that you need to like do this too is well pretty wild have you heard his wife's song expensive it is it sure is expensive to be her um it's like it's it's truly like appalling um if it's true it's all alleged but like her lawyers tapped out afterwards like like the day after the um the documentary aired her lawyers were like peace out yeah and it's not like they're piecing out like oh she can't pay me or like oh this or that it's like oh we can't represent her because like we can't trust her Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's really bad that is really bad i love i love hitting you and p up for legal advice on that one Mm, thread not legal advice not legal (laughs) advice but like legal explanations when i see something like that sure yeah yeah um and like i feel like as of recording right now she has not announced who her new counsel is Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> God, there's so many stupid memes being like, like photos of all the women of Real Housewives who are like lawyers being like, these people should represent oh, yeah. Erica Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, God, get a life. <laughs> Enough. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if you have not watched The Housewife and the Hustler, like, you can't watch this season of Beverly Hills without watching that. Yeah, it's it's required viewing. I think. Like, I don't give you permission to continue watching Beverly Hills. Yeah, stop right now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, because it, the, I mean, we're really only getting to it right now in Beverly Hills, but, like, the way that it's, like, portrayed in the Beverly Hills Cinematic Universe is, like, just so, like, light and fluffy, and it's, like, it's not light and fluffy. I know. I was thinking about that on while watching this week's episode, because they're only generally talking about her divorcing him so far. Yeah. So, like when Garcelle asked, like, shouldn't she just wait? Mm. It, which was a funny moment, but it's like, it's m- much deeper than that. Well, number one in the housewife and the hustler, we have footage of a hearing where he's talking about how he had $80 million, $50 million. And now he has nothing. And that's in September. And right now we're in November. Wild. And then there's also parts about like, Erica Jane being subpoenaed for this or that. And then like those hearings getting or like depositions getting rescheduled and like never actually happening. Never happening. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I know about subpoenas because of, I had to do in seventh grade, I had to do like, stop. Um, <laughs> no, a mock play about, um, a mock trial. Yeah. It was like, but it was a play based on, um, little red riding hood <laughs> and the wolf. Okay. And there was, like, something about, like, it was a mock trial where, like, the wolf was subpoenaed. <laughs> and always in my brain, I think of, like, the part, whenever someone says subpoena, I think of that part of the play we did. What was your role? I forget. Wow. There was, like, some song that went with subpoenaed, too. It was, like, subpoena. I don't know. <laughs> I could picture you being, like, like I'm, I'm imagining this as, like, a broader fable cinematic universe, and you're, like, mm-hmm. one of the three little pigs. Why? Yeah, uh, like as a character witness, because like didn't wow. the, didn't the wolf like fuck with the pigs too? Like he blew the their big, house bad down. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Was that the same wolf? Um, I could if they're not the same, I could at least picture them being like related. I also feel like this gives wolves like such a bad name. Mm. Like, why be so mean to wolves? 
wolves seem nice. Not nice, but like they they would fuck me up. But like they're like dog related, which I, I'm not saying they're nice. <laughs> I know. Um, is there anything else housewife and hustler related you want to discuss? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean. Oh, Chris Darden pop, popped up. Oh, Chris Darden, yeah, yeah. I mean, Wild. we had like we had attorneys, we had like entertainment reporters, we had a lot of different like voices giving their perspective on this. I know. I mean, like it's like veering into territory that one day we may be asked to be on one of these uh, documentaries. I, hey, hey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like so mortified to then like watch myself. <laughs> oh yeah, I would never. I would never watch myself. Oh yeah, you like can't even. You can't even edit these episodes because you can't listen to yourself. <laughs> I hate it so much, though. Sometimes late at night, I'll turn on the episode. And I'm like, I didn't do that bad of a job. Oh, yeah. You should, like, think more highly of yourself. Oh, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> I, I guess we have to... Oh, no. We have, a, we have an intermission right now before hopping over to Beverly Hills with New York. Yes. Let's go. We're we're picking it up in the limo to the talent show. Mid fight. Mid fight. Leah threw the flowers at Heather. Yeah. And it made it seem like Leah was not going to go. But then she ends up going. She ends up going. And it's like, fine. It's like, Leah, Leah, Leah. Yeah. I mean... She is in the midst of it all in terms of like her grandmother did literally die that night. Yeah. Which is pretty bad. Um, I just wish, I, I think maybe wish that like they took a break in filming for her to deal with that or like something. Yeah. I mean, I understand her perspective in terms of it's like, there's two sides of the coin. It's like, number one, even if I am there, like she is not, she's like, she is like the grandmother's barely there. She doesn't want to see her grandmother like that, basically. Yeah. So it's like kind of a- But I mean like I mean like give give them a break in filming so she can like deal emotionally with yeah, it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um But it's interesting like seeing them all kind of bouncing back from what happened to like put on the show. <laughs> I know. And I, I did enjoy the little talent show. Yeah, it was fine. It was just I mean it's better than like having a murder mystery, I guess. Yeah. The names, like, where everyone was, like, from was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Ebony was Miss City Hall, but then we find out that she lives in Tribeca. Mm -hmm. Isn't City Hall, like, down by, like, the Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah. But it's, I mean, maybe she's, like, Miss City Hall because she's, like, into political reporting. Maybe. Yeah, I couldn't really piece that together. Um, But I did, like... Lou having Leah win. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Especially like on the heels of us not liking Lou. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. And then like to have the, the niece and the daughter there not speaking. I wish we got some, like, I wish we got to hear from them a little more. I mean, it's, it's weird. Cause like the Delisup children were never really like into being on the show. Right. So, we're kind of like in desperate times call for desperate measures. Like we need mm-hmm. bodies in the room. So I guess we'll take what we can get. Um, 
Though, didn't Victoria perform with Lou in the clubhouse for Girl Code? Yeah. And she she's featured on the song Uncredited. Uncredited, yeah. It's not even yeah. not even her own daughter gets gets a a nod. Um, but yeah, so that was a good time had by all. We go back. We wake up the next morning. Leah's gone. And, mm-hmm. and she texts the women that her grandmother has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like Ramona acts like a loon. She like throws her phone. Yeah. Uh, we have breakfast together. And we kind of had like what we were waiting a week for. Right. Which was Mama being like, oh, I should not have called you articulate. Mm-hmm. So maybe I guess that is why we didn't have like the social media apology. I guess, but then she, okay. So then, Watch Happens Live happened also. Yeah, and I feel like she she tried to like change history a little bit during Watch Happens Live mm-hmm. by like saying that like something went out in response to something that didn't have to do with the actual comment she was responding to. Yeah. And that was a little fishy. And then, like... That was definitely fishy. And then, at the end of Watch What Happens Live, they, like, let her, like, read an apology Mm -hmm. to Ebony that I felt like... I think I appreciate that she apologized, but bringing out the cards to do it, like, without... It seems, like, really staged. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, maybe I'm wrong on that. I could be wrong, but I don't, I, I just like, it seems a little too like, maybe you should have this conversation with her directly and like not try to save face on this TV show. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they did have some conversation. Yeah. But it's just strange because like Ebony was on Watch Robins Live last week and made it seem like, oh, Heather and I are not good. Right. And then they, and had, then a they had a conversation over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And when they first said, when she first said she had a conversation over the weekend, I thought she meant the weekend that was filmed yeah. in the Hamptons. Yeah. Not the like literal, like this past weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, ultimately it's not our apology to like accept or like, but I guess it's like better to apologize than to not apologize. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Yeah. So We'll never see her face again. <laughs> it's like kind of funny that she's on Watch Happens Live that night because it's like, oh, you're now gone. Well, I mean, she's still in the family. Yeah, I'm, as Annie said on DeBro's World, like once a housewife, always a housewife. Oh, I mean, even the more direct Watch Happens Live family, the Embassy oh, Row family. Yes, 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 of course. Because her podcast is produced by the same production company. Of course, yes. Um, but then we're like, we're back in the city after many weeks in the Hamptons, even though it was only a few days, but like mm-hmm. I did not mind spending that much time in the Hamptons. I think it was, it's nice. What are we going to do in the city? Like wear a mask and walk around. Yeah. Um, so we go to boxing class, Leah and Ebony want to like raise Sonia's confidence. Yes. Before we get into the actual boxing, mm-hmm. did you notice it was on the chalkboard behind them? Yeah. <laughs> it was like crazy. <laughs> it was insane. It was Sonia's name and the in JP Morgan. And then it said Luman and it said the count. And then it said Tom. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? 
Like, were the producers, like, storyboarding in in Martin's place? What's his name? Martin, right? Well, yeah. Is it supposed to be, like, a clue? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was never ad- – I was still – I was waiting for it to be addressed at some point. Yeah. I mean, like, they film these scenes and a lot is cut out when they film. Maybe there was, like, a speech about, like, how we want you to, like, leave your past in the past yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but fun time – Boxing in the ring. And then we kick it over to Ramona having a meeting with like a guy from Douglas Elliman. Love it. The guy from, he was on Million Dollar List. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I thought so. But he's like not currently on it, I think. No, I think he's like a former yeah. cast member. But once a, once a million dollar, always a million dollar. Yeah, you're always a million dollar oh. bill. <laughs> um, it was rough watching Ramona like navigate like what is proper and not proper in like real estate terminology in this day and age. I know. Yeah. She's like, Oh my, the part about like, um, disabled people was really hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was... It's just, it's, it's not good all around. Yeah. Not good. It was nice to hear though that like, this realty company like has that in mind when they're doing this though. Yeah. Like how we can move into like the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure we'll like continue on that journey. Uh, is there anything else before we get to the election party? I don't think so. Uh, we had, or is there? we had like Leah and her sister preparing for the, the wake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was sad. And then basically Leah told her sister she looked like a whore or was dressed like a whore, which is, I feel like that's the kind of moment that like when you're dealing with like a big moment of grief, those like kind of funny moments happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like, I feel like the fan reception to the sister Mm -hmm. has not been great. People think Leah's really trying to get her sister as a housewife. Yeah. I don't think that to be the case. Like, I think a lot of the housewives have family members that, like, flesh out the story. And, like, Uh I think when it comes to that, like, I'm happy to have the sister around. Yeah, but I think, like, not a lot of the housewives are inviting their siblings to, like, these group events in a lot of ways. Um, I could be wrong. Portia's... Cynthia's. But that's like Atlanta specific. I know. But like, I, I think in, in New York, we just haven't had like a sister that really hits. Right. I mean, Ramona did try to make her sister a thing one year. But like that, like that sister, like does not want to be on TV. Yeah. She was a mouse. Yeah. But I mean, like I'm talking like New York, these women aren't used to like, a sister coming around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree with you 100%. I just think, yeah. like, I like that when it comes to the cinematic universe. Oh, yeah, it's natural. Yeah. I think it just, I think it gives us more to work with than just relying yeah. on the wives amongst themselves. And, like, speaking of that, like, we needed everyone else to bring a plus one to Ebony's election <laughs> event because only Leah and Ebony had plus ones. We needed a couple more people in the room. Yeah, and Ebony's plus one 
was rethinking it as soon as everyone started showing up. She, like, at some point, I feel like, was running out of the room to get away with Sonia, but Sonia caught up with her, and she, like, did, like, the nice thing and, like, sat and talked to her, but I, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, before we got to the party, we had, like, footage of everyone going in voting. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Ramona FaceTiming in, like, bunkered up in the Hamptons, fearing for her life. This narrative, and I'm glad it was called out on yeah, the show, because yeah, yeah. like this this narrative, it's like Ramona, you haven't even been in New York this entire time, I know. <laughs> honey. It's not like there's like, it's it the whole narrative around New York, not to be like, oh, I love New York, but like the whole narrative around New York and the pandemic, as if it was like fucking hellscape yeah. that like we're all being murdered in the street every day. Yeah. It was like. No, I was walking around Central Park and, like, having a frozen margarita. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's also clear, and I think we're going to be getting this in, like, next week's episode. Like, Ramona doesn't want to have to be in a situation where she is talking about anything political. I know. And it's like she learned from 2016 because, remember, like, Carol confronted her a couple times in that season. She, like, does not want to be near it at all. Yeah. Um, The party itself those dogs running amok i would have been out of there so quick (laughs) let me tell you them going in the tables was a little much yeah please please though my childhood dog was a big yellow lab named jackie and (laughs) she thought she was a cat after (laughs) yes after my grandmother actually um she thought she was a cat. We used to come back from like being out and she, a big yellow lab, like labs yeah. are big dogs. She would be curled up like a cat on my mom's glass dining room table. Oh my God. No, no. <laughs> but it's like, it was so cute because no. like, she knew she was doing wrong. No. So when we would, co- she knew she was doing wrong. So when we would come home, she would have like the sad face that dogs make when they know they've done wrong. <sighs> All dogs go to heaven, Dan. Oh my god, yesterday, last night, late last night, Honey barged into my house (laughs) with Barkley, the dog. Wow, okay. And we brought Barkley up to the living room, and he unlocked all the levels of the house. Now he knows everything. (laughs) Now he's seen it all. (laughs) Wow. Um, It was interesting that we are now talking about also, like, Ramona posting a picture with uh ebony and we are introducing Bershawn into the cinematic universe i've been waiting i stand here waiting for <laughs> Bershawn. yeah we, like we didn't get a good taste of her in like any preview but then they posted like a preview online mm-hmm. with her like chit-chatting with everyone my wish and i know it's not going to come true yeah my wish is mid next episode we cut to a montage <laughs> and we're learning about Bershawn. A Sonia Rita mid season three. A Sonia Rita mid season three montage where we're learning the ins out of Bershawn. And then the next episode, there are six. I feel like the word on the street is like, she got in trouble for announcing that she's like, even a part, like considered a part of this universe. Which, like, why? Let's, let's, let's... Let's throw a parade for everyone. <laughs> and, like, honestly, add her. It doesn't matter. Like, scrounge up every piece of footage you have of her and add her. <laughs> Even if we're not doing home home scenes, just do every thing, single piece of footage. I wonder where she lives. Yeah. who She would have been Miss whatever at that 
I know. I feel like I've seen, I've spent time in her apartment on her Instagram stories. Oh, okay. okay. And like, it feels like she like lives on the water somewhere. Okay. But that also could have been a vacation. I don't know. Um, I guess the one last thing about Roni I really want to say is like, we are really going up and down with Sonia. It's like, she's losing her mind at the end of this episode. I know. Um, she really was, but her point against Ramona was really interesting coming from Sonia, mm, you know? Yeah. It's just like such an interesting mindset that she's in that we, I didn't think Sonia would ever like have that kind of thought about Ramona. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's just funny how like we're sisters, but then she's like raging on her right now. She's raging on her ass. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> Jacqueline Lorita. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's move over to Beverly Hills. And this is sort of like such a such a tease, you know? Yeah, it's like a boring episode, but I think it's really interesting that both of these cities, we never line up mm. time-wise like they yeah, do. Yeah, like yeah. this, like they both had their election parties. In the same week, yeah. In the same week in the same episode and it's like comparing and contrasting the two election parties is like so funny because mm. there were like five people at one of them and then like the other one was like a little full filled out because they have a bigger cast and then they also had like their spouses yeah yeah um you know as soon as we saw eric at the top of the show i knew we were not going to see her again until like the last never going to see her again yeah yeah um and it was interesting that like this particular episode is airing like on the heels of housewives and the hustler mm-hmm. um i mean we'll, i thought the same thing we'll get to like the very end at the very end but um there were some like fun hijinks i love kathy hilton like kind of throughout this whole episode kind of being like okay what is actually going on <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's just like confused yeah it's like okay you guys you guys know this was happening with Erica, right? Like mm-hmm. she's like really speak like the Greek chorus for us fans. Yeah. 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 Um, her and Kyle going to Sutton's boarded up Sutton Strack by Sutton Strack store. The Kathy in that scene, <laughs> just like nitpicking everything. Like what's that room doing over there? <laughs> what's that room doing over there? It's so funny. It's so funny, but I could also see how it would be so annoying for Sutton. Yeah. Like, this is, like, my – this is my business that I put, like, some work into. But it's just, like, Kathy Hilton does whatever the fuck she wants, and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and continuing to Instagram Live, like, during the East Coast feed. But, like, she's over in PT. I know. She went on Instagram Live, and I was like, I want to watch you, but I also have to watch this show. <laughs> um, You know – Obviously, Sutton's a terror, but, like, I do love Garcelle Sutton hijinks. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, them in the Bentley thing. Yeah. How much does a Bentley cost? He's, didn't he say on the show it was, like, 300000 or something? Three hundred. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. How much is, like, a Toyota? I have no idea about cars. <laughs> I need to, I need to uh, get a new driver's license, by the way. Oh, my God. Did you, like, do you have to, like, start from scratch for the driver's test? No. Oh, because I, I had to one time. Mine just is expiring next month, so I have to set an appointment. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the Bentley. We were, I'm, I like spending time at home with Crystal. I do too. Um, I still have a crush on her husband. I no. I don't. Um, but I love like her with the kids. I mm-hmm. love her like cooking that salmon. Mm-hmm. Lo- she seems like a really good cook, by the way. Yeah. I love her with like a glass of wine on the couch. That stressed me out because it was red wine on that white couch. Yeah. And I was like, we could have a bad accident. Here. But also like we can get a new couch tomorrow. Like that's how they're just so rich. Like who even it's like that couch is like a napkin. I know, but don't couches take a long time to come? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Put a towel down. <laughs> Put a towel down. And the mink oh, I, and the mink off at home. <laughs> I was reading, um I was reading uh I think it was an eater piece or like some sort of or like Grub Street piece that Casey Wilson was describing what she eats like in a week or something mm. like that. And she was talking about and she talks about this like on her podcast and in her book about yeah. how she likes to eat in her bed. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how her and her husband got like takeout from some Italian place, including like chicken parm and cacio e pepe, mm. and they brought it to the bed. But they put down a bunch of beach towels, <laughs> so that they can eat in the bed. And they they also like take out the food once they're done. They take it down to the kitchen immediately, so the smell doesn't linger. Oh, interesting. I think, but I mean, I'm be- nothing wrong with beach towels. I think, especially a, a Beverly Beach by Dorit beach towel, which I which we True. are in possession of too. Uh, I think this particular episode of Come Through Queen, we might be hitting a record for the number of other podcasts we have talked about on this episode. Oh my God. Should we talk about more? No, 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 no. Um, um, Busy Phillips was on Lost Culturistas this week. I liked the episode. Stop. I thought it was good. Enough. Enough. We're like losing <laughs> listeners as, as we continue. Um, okay. I got to say, Doree and Kyle cooking up this fight. Girls, we got enough going on. You don't need to act this season. Like, take a break. And it's like, I'm always really confused about what the fight's about. Because <laughs> it's like a blink and you miss it type of fight. It's like, she said something to her on the plane and we need a confrontation about it. And like, we all know the truth of the matter is they are like the best of buds vacationing together every other week. I know. So wait, this fight, Kyle's mad at Dorit, right? They're mad at each other. Uh, but Kyle's more mad at Dorit. Kyle, I mean, Dorit's mad because Kyle keeps interrupting her. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I hate an interrupter. Mm, okay. Um, and then Kyle does not want to be talked to like that. Is that, that's her version of it? Right? That's her, that's what happened on the plane. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds like Dorit and Crystal were having a conversation on the plane. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Kyle, like, tried to, like, chime in or, like, interrupt and uh, Dorit snapped. It's just like funny, like that this is not on the cutting room floor. I know. And Dorit's <laughs> dressed like a little leprechaun. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Yeah. Um. It was interesting, like the dynamics of that election party. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Mr. Minkoff meeting the other men and wives, really, for the first time. I know, and, like, the men, like, filling him in was interesting. And then, like, the PK-Mauricio dynamic is always interesting. I mean, they seem like they are best buds. 
They are best buds. But then, like, they're acting like they're not really. Yeah. Like, I think they even, like, joked, like, I wouldn't invite you on a trip or, like, something like that. Yeah. It's, everyone's acting. It's like, come on. Yeah. I did love Sutton and Mr. Minkoff bringing up um, Jennifer Tilly. She really needs to be, like, an official friend of. What are we doing here? I know. It's kind of like, it's almost like a Kathy Hilton situation where it's like, she's right there. Her energy, I feel like, would be Kathy Hilton-esque. Yeah. So, like, why not have two? I know. And she just brings, like, a different, like, look and feel to the show. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's, like, a poker player. <laughs> none of them have last names. <laughs> none, of them have, none of them have last names except for Jennifer Tilly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This election party, it's just like, it also felt weird because we're throwing it at nighttime. But like, we experience the election like on ET and they're on PT. <laughs> this again. <laughs> it's a different nighttime. I did have that thought. It is a different nighttime for us. Because like, because like, we're like, like keeping our eyes open trying to watch the coverage and like, they're like, oh, it's like, it's like dinner time. Well, the interesting thing is that I was thinking about, it's like they're meeting after the, like, I feel like there was an East Coast freakout. Mm. There was a time around 8.30 p.m. on the East Coast when all of the people who wanted Biden to win were like, well, it's over. It's over. Oh, my God. We're so depressed. It's like. (laughs) I do remember that feeling. But, you know, okay, I want to point out, even though we're not completely there yet. Like, it's funny to me that we're getting scenes, like, days after the election. Because mm-hmm. remember did, remember that week? Didn't you feel psychotic? Yeah. Like, watching but... the news, like, late into the night every night, like, waiting and hoping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was psychotic, I, for sure. But didn't they – did they have scenes between this party and the other party? Um, I don't know. Because the other party Which, was yeah. they, was the day. But I, back to this party, I do want to say we did get a cameo from Nicole Wallace. Oh, yeah, we sure did in the NBC Universal Cinematic Universe. Yeah, and Rachel Maddow. But Nicole Wallace, former um, View co-host, was portrayed by uh, Sarah Paulson <laughs> on Game Change. Okay. HBO. <laughs> important. <laughs> important. <laughs> Those are things I think are important. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um... Yeah, that was the election. Were, were they even watching the election results at this party? I think they were pretending like they were, but I think we are leaving out a really big revelation. Okay. Um, Crystal talking about her eating disorder oh, yeah. at the election party. Yeah. And we we put we when we were talking about her and um her husband at home, that was them reflecting after the party. Ooh. I think that's the scene we got between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she had this revelation about her eating disorder, and it like kind of like it like the introduction was she was saying that she lost five pounds on the trip. Yeah. And then it was like Kathy Hilton, unfortunately was like, Oh, I like such good news or like something weird like that. I mean, I think they all kind of were like that. Yeah. And then she was like, actually like, no, that's not great for me because of my history. Yeah. I think maybe another post-election scene was like Harry Hamlin's garden. Oh Yeah. And, like, I feel like we have not seen as much of Harry Hamlin in years. 
I think we're seeing the inner workings of Harry Hamlin and maybe why this relationship works. Because I think he's like... <laughs> doing his thing over here. Doing his like eccentric thing. Yeah. And Lisa's feeding into mm. it. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's a real fear, I guess, if you like live in those hills. Like, the fires. The fires and like yeah. how you're going to actually protect your house. We lost two fires of people on this. Sh- I mean, we lost two houses of people on the yeah, show to yeah, fires. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess it is like a legitimate fear. It's just like interesting that they have to like put all that like effort into that. Yeah, I can't imagine. And like, are you going to be able to like stop the fire yourself? Yeah. I mean, I would think like that would stop it for a moment. Until the fire people can come? Maybe. I don't know. I really don't. But like also, isn't that like, isn't that like awful? Like, aren't they like sending prisoners out there to fight those fires? And not paying them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Um, I guess our last big thing is the Parisian party. Okay. And what are the chances Lisa Retta and Kyle Richards wearing the same dress? I'm sorry. I don't believe anything the Fox Force 5 has up their sleeve. <laughs> Nothing at all. Come on. Are you kidding me? It, it's like, yes, it is possible, but like, it's, it's not funny anymore. No, and it's all, it's always Rinna. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's like, Kyle with the hat. It's like, she looks so uncomfortable the moment she put that hat on. It's like, <laughs> honey, you don't need to commit to this hat. Yeah. She kept it on the whole time. I know. Or, like, get, like, we have solutions here. Like, get, like, a ribbon and, like, tie it around your neck so it stays on. She was constantly holding it. Did you notice that? No, I did not notice that. That's all I noticed. Um, She was being a real freak about that, like, $100,000 purse that Crystal had. She kept on looking at it. I, like, I truly don't understand bag culture. Yeah, I mean, it's like a status thing, I guess. Like, I understand, like, obviously, like, I'm not a woman. um, But I could understand, like, shoe culture a little bit more. Interesting. Why is that? Because it's, like, part of your look. Like, the bag you're literally carrying around. And, like, when I have a bag, like, I don't even want the bag. Right, but that's why someone, like, Dorit, like, Dorit kept her purse on when they were eating inside the house yeah last week or two weeks ago yeah i mean the bag thing i get more investing in it because you're gonna keep it longer okay shoes like are a little more like they experience more wear and tear naturally yeah so like if you're spending a lot of money on shoes then they're like gonna diminish sooner whereas like bags you can keep them more pristine but like bitch i'm wearing (laughs) shoes from target and like the bag i've had for the past five years or six years is from the gap yeah i love my uniqlo backpack that i like take to and from yeah um okay so we're at this party we're like oh my god erica's gonna show up and we're like wait oh wait before erica shows up like i gotta say the women discussing biden winning you could tell, like, who's excited and who's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I was actually, I'm, 
I was actually surprised by Kyle being as forthcoming she was about voting for Biden and Harris, like in this episode, because to me, Kyle doesn't want anyone to know like that about her. Well, to me, whenever Kyle and Mauricio are talking about politics, all I'm thinking about is Estella. Is the mom? Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Estella, who is Mm -hmm. a nut. (laughs) She is right up there with a... With the best of MAGA. Like, she is, like, the Siggy Flicker of Beverly Hills. Truly. Yeah. Um, but, like, Sutton was like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, like, not, she's like, isn't it great a, a woman is vice president? <laughs> oh, my God. I think you, I think Kathy Hilton walked in after that toast, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Thankfully for her, because we know. <laughs> it's fun watching that scene, though, and, like, knowing where we were mm. when that was happening. Oh, yeah. Like, exactly where we were. Because we were at your house. In my home, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so then Erica is rolling up, and she walks in, and she closes the door and, like, does a pose, and she's like, it's camp, baby. I was saying that... It was like she was a RuPaul's Drag Race contestant entering the workroom for the first time. Or like an eliminated queen coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Surprising the girls. Yeah. Like, or like BB joining All-Stars 3 as a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Man, she really like thought she did something there. (laughs) It's like... What is she thinking? And, you know, it's annoying how they keep ending these Beverly Hills episodes without previews because they know they got us. But they did show a preview for next week, like, online. Did you see that? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Tell me. So, like, Erica's moving. Tell me something. Boy, sorry. Go ahead. Erica's moving into, like, a little casita with, like, Mikey, like, helping her carry shit in. This is, Okay. We didn't talk about it on this podcast because it was too into, like, the Army Hammer scandal. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was the – this is the house I think she lives in that is rumored to be next to a house that he was staying at after, like, his divorce or something. I think, like, Brian Moylan confirmed that on Bitch Sash. Yeah. And there were rumors – there were, like, big rumors or fan fiction, rather, yeah. that, like, Army Hammer and – erica jane hooked up and this was before we knew the extent of the abuse allegations against army hammer Mm -hmm. this was more like earlier in the conversation when people thought he was just like kinky Mm -hmm. and like before like the actual like abuse stuff yeah i don't even remember the timeline but yeah wow um but yeah but like she's moving into the casita and then like she's meeting back up with the girls and she's like oh honey like i am lit like i i have I rubbed THC all over myself. Like, I am da 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 I was like, oh, okay, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's Beverly Hills, baby. We forgot. We cannot leave Beverly Hills without touching on the conversation around the divorce where Garcelle oh. said, I don't know why she just didn't wait. I'm- and the other women pretended not to get it. Okay. Until they couldn't. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's, we're all thinking it, but it's like rough to say out loud. Like it is, it's a tough thing to say. (laughs) It's really, it's a tough thing to say out loud on camera. 
But I feel like Garcelle, I feel like, is underrated in a lot of ways because I feel like she does say things like this that are like... And then Dorit did like a... Garcelle, I think I know what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) But she like wouldn't say it herself. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's get to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. And, I mean, since we are living in DeBro's world, these are both squarely in DeBro's world. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the freak, I hopefully like one last freak for Kelly Dodd here. Um, she posted on her Instagram, a text conversation between her and Bronwyn where Bronwyn says, I hope you're okay. I know we've all been through hell and back, but I'm here. And Kelly says, thinking she did something here. <laughs> mm-hmm. This was your fault. We'd still be on the show if you didn't make things so dark and ugly and brought all the political woke BS. Your lies about me, calling me a racist and a homophobe, were horribly destructive. Your phony storylines didn't help either. And then Bronwyn responds, well, I'm still sober and still gay. Like I said, if you ever want to talk, I'm here. I mean, it's like, you really still don't get it at all. (laughs) I know, and she like she posted this being so proud of herself. It's like you look crazy. You look so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. So Kelly Dodd, hopefully our freak of the week for one last time. Here's the thing about Kelly Dodd: unless she does something super drastic that does veer into like our world, mm. we don't have to ever talk about oh, her yeah. again. Yeah, we'll never see her face again. Yeah. Um. And the one true queen are the four Dubrow children. Um, over on, on Heather Dubrow's world, they were brought in to like give their take on the grand return to Orange County. Which I thought was like a clever podcast. Oh yeah, no, it was funny. I, I was like, I was like, Terry, enough. Like, let's bring the kids out. Let's get to the kids. <laughs> um, but in particular, the moment where like, where Heather's like, oh, you know, it'll be fun when if we could go to BravoCon. And they're like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, it's like Comic-Con, but for like Bravo. And they're like, what do you do there? Like get plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. Yeah. So Queens to the, the Dubrow children, excited to see what they can bring to the table. And I think that is it for this week. How many months do you think until we're back in Heather Dubrow's world? I really? feel like this is going to be like, early 2022 i was i was gonna say december okay i'm fine with december oh my god a little christmas gift because like here's why i say december normally like beverly hills is in december Mm -hmm. but like i feel like we've got such a long way to go with beverly hills still everything's pushed back everything's pushed back so i think orange county might be moving into that december time frame good good yeah um but until December rolls along, why don't you head on over to comethroughqueen.com. This week, you got Patreon bonus content up the wazoo. We have a pre-show where we're talking about the Olympics, Love Victor. Um, our weekends. Our weekends. What is a weekend? Dan skipping <laughs> Brooklyn Pride because he hates well, Pride. Wow. No, that is not the case. <laughs> Wish I could be in two places at once, but could not. Um, and then our bonus episode... We're continuing the ranking journey, and you got not one but two cities this week, both D.C. and Miami. Yeah, so we combine them because they're smaller casts. So that is a fun romp that we go through. And um, yeah, so comethroughqueen.com, follow our socials, leave a review on 
Apple, iTunes, or whatever. <laughs> um, and like, comment, subscribe. Harsh or retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.